0: What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Poplitics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the Conservati, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute conservatives, let the games begin.
1: Good soup. All right, shh! I gotta focus. I'm shifting the soup mode. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: First, ultimate cinnamon roll Dennis Prager has ignited fury amongst women for giving a certain piece of advice on his show. I'll tell you what he said and cute servant of court will get to decide if it's messed up or all facts. Then we have to discuss a post made by my friends that own the pro-life clothing boutique Culture of Life 1972. A certain new dress of theirs has divided the internet, especially amongst Christians and Catholics. Is it inappropriate or totally fine? You won't. Believe what with the LGBTQ community is mad at Netflix for this week. It is downright hilarious. And then we'll end on Hot Take Tuesday. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Prager has always been one of my favorite speakers and people in the conservative movement. And what I've always liked about him is how he can drop major truth bombs, but in such a kind and loving way. The marriage advice he doled out on his show recently is no exception. And yet, tons of women were irate that he said this would dramatically improve their marriages. His advice? Thank your husband for not cheating on you. Here's the two-minute clip. Watch this whole thing, and then we're going to talk about it.
2: This is news to most wives. I speak uh, to to the wife on behalf of her husband. You have no idea how many couples have come over to me before speeches when I meet people at the, they call the meet and greet, and will say, I just want you to know, either either the husband or the wife or both, how much you've done for my husband and me. I now understand him and we have a much better, much better sexual life. And I'm very thrilled to hear that. If your husband is faithful, and, and I hope he is, obviously. Every so often, and I know this will this drives the people who deny reality—they're called progressives. Every so often, just as he will have to thank you every so often, for the sacrifices you make to make a home and a marriage. You, it it doesn't hurt every so often for the wife to say, "Honey." I know that your nature is to want a variety of women and I just want you to know I'm, I'm grateful for the fact that you control it. And, and again, me told me they did that and how much it meant to their husband that she appreciated that about him. When a husband and a wife love each other, it is harder for the man to be, to be faithful the whole time than for a woman. She is not struggling with, ooh, I'd like another man if she loves her husband. But no matter how much he loves his wife, if he is in touch with his nature and isn't in denial, and it may, it may not be true in 5% of the cases, but in 95% of the cases, he still wants variety. Which is why she catches him looking. <laughs> now you'll say, oh, women look at other men too. Yes, but it's not the same looking, Okay.
0: Okay, so I asked the entire politics team. Some of us are married, some of us are not, some of us are men, some of us are women, what everybody thinks. And half of us think it's fine, and half of us think that it's ridiculous. I will give you uh, one guess as to who thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, the women. Now, here's my unpopular opinion to go with Dennis's unpopular opinion. I think all, oh, okay, I think all the women who disagree with this simply disagree because they don't understand male nature, because men and women are so inherently different. We won't understand. We can't understand. That's what Dennis is trying to help us get. It's a lot harder for men to keep it in their pants for the rest of their lives with one person compared to no, women, don't come free! And so we should acknowledge that choice when they do and say, Thank you, when they continue to choose and stay loyal to only you. I agree with Dennis, but my girls on my team are cringing. But keep of court, you can let me know if you do or don't agree.
1: Are you ready for your sentence? Sentence? But there must be a verdict first.
0: Sentence first. The second beef of the day is so juicy, oh my gosh. I heard about this and I had to look for myself because I could not freaking believe it. I have shared about this company many times over the years, but Culture of Life 1972, they're a pro-life fashion brand. 100% of their proceeds for their cute clothes and accessories that they sell go to pro-life charities. They just dropped their new fall line and one of the items is this faux leather dress. And it has ignited a firestorm from Christian and Catholic women, especially on Facebook. Trash, filth, trash, garbage, dumpster, trash. There's like a thousand comments on this photo saying they can't believe that Culture of Life would sell this, it's so immodest, that it only belongs in the bedroom with your husband and not out in public. Are we looking at the same thing? I feel like I'm going crazy. There is nothing immodest about this dress at all. You can wear it wide neck or off the shoulder. It's fingertip length on the skirt. I honestly cannot understand the Christians and Catholics who just hate looking cute. Like this dress hits all the modesty marks. I think they're just afraid of it due to the fact that it's faux leather. It is sexy, but it's still Modest, sexy, and it covers all the right places. You don't have to dress like a nun for Jesus to love you. FYI. I think the dress is great if it's your style. It's not immodest, it's not inappropriate at all. And buying it, the best part, supports the pro-life movement. So anyone saying anything else is a stick in the mud. You can find it at col1972.com and use code Alex when you shop, if you're interested in buying the dress that broke the internet.
2: Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island?
0: The third beef of the day involves Jeffrey Dahmer. Ooh, maybe beef wasn't a good choice of word there. Red juicy meat. Netflix has been slammed for adding an LGBTQ tag to the new Jeffrey Dahmer series, and I'm cackling. Some said they felt disgusted and gobsmacked and that this isn't the gay representan- and that this isn't the gay representation we wanted. Well, guess what? Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer who murdered 17 people between 1978 and 1991. And almost all of them were young, gay, and African-American. The truth is, Jeffrey Dahmer was gay. Not all LGBTQ representation is gonna be sunshine and rainbows. Not all representation in movies and TV of straight people is rainbows and sunny either. I don't get this. They're mad it's being pointed out that Jeffrey Dahmer was gay. That's the truth. I think it's important for gay people to know that because there are tons of men just like him that prowl on young gay men at clubs and bathhouses. It is a risky community to be a part of. That's the facts. Take them or leave them. But if you leave them, you're ignoring information that could potentially save your life one day. You friggin' gays. Let's get to the additional stories you need to know. Hot Take Tuesday. Yes, we know Taylor Swift isn't going to host the Super Bowl, but that doesn't mean she won't ever. The NFL asked her, and she said she's not until she's done re recording all of her albums, which makes sense. The bad news is no Taylor in 2023, but the good news is Rihanna has confirmed she is going to be the performer during the Super Bowl halftime show. So that's going to be fantastic and someone I think everyone can get behind. It is not looking good right now for Louisiana conservatives. The Daily Mail reported that police in New Orleans are resorting to hiring civilians to do detective work and administrative duties just after the city became the murder capital of the US. It also reported that the New Orleans Police Department suffered a staggering exodus amid the crime wave with 150 officers quitting over the last year. The new plan aims to get officers back on patrols and leave civilians to answer calls and collect evidence when needed. Like, you and me are supposed to be out there helping with the murderers. I don't think so. This is what you get when you vote for leftist policies. Destruction, crime, poverty, and degeneracy. We're gonna straighten you out! This'll fix you. Uh, uh, I checked out Kelsey Ballerini's new album, Subject to Change. To be completely honest, I don't like it as much as her previous albums. But one song I did like is Doing My Best, where she admits to having some sort of falling out with Halsey, who did a song with her on her last record. In the song, she basically says, if I would have known that we wouldn't talk anymore, I would never have done that song with you, and I regret it. Really juicy. You know I'm bad love. Italy just elected their first female prime minister and she is conservative as can be and completely based. Her name is
1: Giorgia Maloney, and the establishment is terrified of her. We love her. Potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. A Monte c'è quella che ci facciamo oggi, perché la famiglia è un nemico? Perché la famiglia fa così paura? C'è una risposta unica per tutte queste domande. Perché ci definisce, perché è la nostra identità. Perché tutto quello che ci definisce in questo tempo è un nemico per chi vorrebbe che non avessimo più un'identità e che che fossimo solamente schiavi, consumatori perfetti. E allora è sotto attacco l'identità nazionale, è sotto attacco l'identità religiosa, è sotto attacco l'identità di genere, è sotto attacco l'identità familiare. Non devo potermi definire italiana, cristiana, donna, madre, no. Io devo essere cittadino X, genere X, genitore 1, genitore 2, devo essere un numero. Because when I'm only a number, when I don't have an identity, when radici, then I'm the schiavo perfetto in balia della grande speculazione finanziaria. The perfetto. Are you ready for some extremely juicy discussions? First,
0: heart and thumbs up this episode. Now, there are three things we're discussing. First, do you agree with Dennis Prager that wives should occasionally thank their husbands for their fidelity? Two, is the faux leather dress from Culture of Life 1972 immodest? And three, drop an Italian flag in the comments in honor of their new based female prime minister. Send this episode to someone you know who's Catholic or Christian. See what they think of that dress and click the save button. Remember, if you like the dress and you want it yourself, it's on col1972.com and you can shop with code Alex. Politics is back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day.